0: Marlena Benjamin, also known as Marbie, M-A-R-B-I-E. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate you all for tuning in every single week and listening. And now if this is your first time listening, welcome. I have 23 other episodes. Please go and binge listen when you're done, like that would make me very happy in my soul. If you just binge listen to my podcast. Now um, this is episode 24 and I would like to think of 24 karat gold. That's popping in my mind right now when I, when I think of the word 24. Um, so yeah, this episode is going to be 24 karat gold episode. And also don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Queen Marby M-A-R-B-I-E. M-A-R-B-I-E. And follow me. I also have um, at Celebrate This dot Pod, and Pod is short for podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a great week. It's been a crazy week for me, but I'm not going to get into it because you know I like to keep this po- uh, this podcast very lighthearted and fun and friendly. You know, um, I, I try not to get too serious and too too deep. I mean, we can get deep, but not too serious and devastating. You know lighthearted, and free. That's how I am as a person anyway. So try not to to be too severe. I don't want to depress you guys because the world is depressing enough. Anyways. um, So I'm just going to get into our topics today. I would like to celebrate the first black girl to win the national spelling bee. Um, They said the first African-American contestant, but I'm saying black girl because I don't like saying African-American. It sounds, mm, I just don't like it. I don't like it. It sounds like you're trying to it sounds like you're uncomfortable with the word black Ew. and black is a color. You should just be able to say it. But I think it's, you're trying to be politically correct, but it just makes me wonder like why you're going out of your way to avoid saying black, but whatever, you know, like I'm not mad at it. I'm just, it just, it makes me uncomfortable saying African-American. It's odd. You know, I know you mean black. So that's why I was like, just say black. <laughs> Anyways. um, So Zalia Avant-Garde um, is uh, thirteen. Sorry, fourteen-year-old girl from New New Orleans, Louisiana, and she won the National Spelling Bee. So, congratulations to her. Spelling bees are tough. When I see, I, I've seen a few. I haven't watched all of them, but I've seen um, I've seen a few in my time. And usually, it's like a a, a nerdy kid with like Coke bottle glasses, um, and like their eyes like they like they don't blink, and they're just like the the judge will be like, spell thermometer, and they'll be like. Can you use it in a sentence? Like, I use a thermometer to measure the heat. It's like, can you tell me the origin? It's say like, it's Greek. It's from the Greek word thermopolopolis, you know? <laughs> and they'd be like, T-H-E-R-O-M-O-N-O-N-O-P-E-R. And they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, that's wrong. You put too many M's and R's in there. Sorry. What? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like so shout out to every contestant that was there because it's hard they and they practice a lot um this girl practiced for two years now um I really like her name I'm obsessed with her name Zalia Avant-Garde that sounds like a fashion fashionista like a fashion designer or something like that you know uh it's giving me a lot of Meryl Streep vibes in the devil wears Prada you know like that wearing a mink with sunglasses and just asking for your cappuccino in a very demanding way you know so, uh, Zelia Avantgarde, I, I, no, listen, I like that name. I'm obsessed with that name a lot. What did you say? So, good for her for having that name and good for her for winning, winning the spelling bee. Gone, girl!
1: Gone, girl! Gone, girl! All right, all right.
0: And being the first black girl to do it. They're saying I'm African-American, but I'm saying black. Okay. i black, y'all, and I'm
1: black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black,
0: I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. <laughs> so um, moving on from that now, okay, so I was on Michael Rapaport's page, IG, his Instagram page, and Michael Rapaport is an actor and a comedian, and um, he was in most notorious he was in um higher learning as the skinhead (laughs) that's how i remember him but he's in a show called atypical on netflix but i remember him from the first time i ever saw this man was in that skinhead and he was saying the n-word all over the place hurting my feelings but that's not him that's like the opposite of the kind of person he is so he was on instagram talking a whole bunch of mess about conor mcgregor and he had, he must have posted about a few a few times. And Conor McGregor is a UFC fighter. Now I don't know if you guys follow UFC fighting. I've been I've been invited to a few UFC parties to watch the UFC fights in the past, the before times before COVID, you know. Um, and I've seen Conor McGregor fight before in a few a few um, fights. And you know, one of the things he's notorious for, infamous about, and he is. Um, a shit talker. Like, he talks a lot of shit, you know? And he basically, like, he, he talks up the... He, I guess that's exciting for some people. But... um. So I didn't see anything leading up to the fight. So I, I don't have any um opinions about anything. I just know... I know that he is very cocky and very confident in his style. And, and he also... I guess that's his whole head game, is to kind of, like, talk shit about his opponent and, you know... You, you gotta sell tickets. You gotta you gotta, you know, you gotta make it pop um you gotta make it uh popular. That yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Anyways. What do y'all think? Um but um okay, so Michael Rappaport apparently hates him. And I saw that he had broke his foot, yeah, right? Or broke yeah, his ankle. So yeah, I went on YouTube. Yeah. If you're squeamish, don't listen to this. Because when I saw broke ankle, I thought like he broke his ankle. How did he break his ankle? When I saw his foot shaped like the letter L I was like oh my god like it freaked me out his foot snapped like a Twix chocolate okay like it snapped you know um like Kit Kat like give me a break (laughs) you know like it snapped um and that sucks you know to be talking shit and and bigging up yourself and acting like oh I'm gonna beat this guy's ass and then your bones fail you Oh, honey. No. And okay. So he had a three hour surgery and apparently was still talking shit and saying how the guy, his opponent, um, I think his name is Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier. Yeah. That's his opponent. So he won on a technicality because it's like, I mean, the guy's bones are broken. How the hell is he going to fight? You know? So, so, um, Conor McGregor from his hospital bed, I guess is still trolling and talking shit and saying how it was an illegitimate win. And my thing is, um, how, how is, how are you talking shit and your bones failed you, my friend, you know, you're calling my win, were you calling my win illegitimate and your bones are illegitimate, you know, like, um, excuse me, shut up. Like your bones failed you, honey. Like you can't talk. And apparently there's supposed to be some kind of rematch. I would not want to fight somebody whose bones are uh, destined to pop out at any minute, you know? And again, like you gonna call me illegitimate when you're like you're you have an ill leg and you tore a ligament, you know, like illegitimate. Come on. Come on, honey. Like, seriously. Wow. Like Conor McGregor just mm, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I would shut up if if I if I was a shit talker in sports and my bones broke in half and I'm in the hospital getting surgery to fix it. I would be quiet for a bit, you know, I'd be, but maybe, you know what? He's probably mad. Just take the L honey, take the L because you're, I mean, your foot made, the, your foot made an L. So might as well take it, you know, <laughs> like just take that L. But anyways, uh, moving on from that. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess a lot of people hate him because he talks shit, but you know, he, he also, he also adds a lot of intensity to UFC, I guess, you know, from the last time I watched that's that's what it was. So, uh, well, hopefully no matter I mean no matter how terrible he is hopefully you know his foot heals and that doesn't happen again because that's gross mm-hmm. and sorry sorry for those of you who are squeamish I don't mean to gross you out but I just have to tell you how it is because that's I mean it grossed me out I wasn't expecting that either but anyways okay moving on um, I would like to also congratulate Italy for their win over England so they've won the Euro Cup um in soccer and um they won in a 3-2 shootout against England after they tied the game one to one. So um when I started watching the game, um England had already scored a goal and Italy had I mean sorry, England had scored a goal and Italy had zero. I was like, oh I hope Italy scores because I feel like the fans were really like Italians, you guys have some really good fans out there. Like and they I I like that passion and that energy and how excited they were, you know? Um, so I was, I was, you know, what I was rooting for, I was rooting for both of them. I, I thought England would have won, but I was rooting for it- Italy, you know, because I know how serious England, um, English people take soccer as well, you know? So I was, um, and it was in England, I believe. I saw Prince William and his wife, Kate, and his son, watching the game. And I saw Tom Cruise and David Beckham. That's a lot of pressure. If you're, if you know, like you're a soccer player and David Beckham is there watching end of Royals, you know, you have Prince William watching, you know, so that's a lot of pressure. And, you know, I feel bad for the guy um, who missed the goal. First of all, there was a few people on England, on England's team who missed their goals. You know, um there was one guy like, so the anxiety in a shootout, first of all, oh my gosh, so I'm watching it, and I have so much anxiety in my chest just watching <gasps> the shootout because I'm thinking, oh my gosh the the poor goalie has to try to block this now with this really wide net and really high, so they have to either jump up or go or dive to the left or dive to the right, you know, so that's really hard, and you have to kind of estimate where the ball's gonna go, so the ball went, I believe. Okay, so one of the players on, on England's team, he did a good job at faking out the goalie because the goalie dove to the right and he kicked to the left. But when he kicked to the left, he kicked too far and it hit the post, yo. Fuck out here, boy. Get that weak shit out of here. Oh, that sucked. That sucked, you know? Um, And shout out to the, the goalie on, um, first of all, on both teams, but but I, I was really feeling the goalie on England's team. for During the game, he was blocking a lot of goals. And even in the penalty kicks, he um he was blocking those goals so go- so shout out to him because he gave them hope and it was it just kind of came down to the last player on England um to kind of get that goal, and then it would have been tied if you know and um but he he kicked it but the the Italian goalie blocked it and saved it so the Italian goalie did what he was supposed to do so shout out to him but i feel so bad for that kid the last guy cuz you know those soccer players they're really young they're like 19 18 years old and, um, you know, does it make me gross if I say that they have really nice bodies? Like, it probably does, but I don't care. Listen, I was, listen, soccer players have nice bodies and that's just what it is, okay? Like, I'm a I'm a woman and I like men <laughs> that have nice bodies, okay? Athletic, muscular bodies. I like it. It's lean. It's not muscular. It's not like a big, buffy kind of um, body, but you can see that they have, like, really good, lean, like, legs and arms and back muscles. And it's just, it's exciting to watch. I'm just saying, you know, and um, I watched the world cup soccer as well. I'm into that. Um, I didn't watch all the teams play on the Euro on the Euro cup. Um, but yeah, I wasn't going to miss Italy against, uh, against England. I was like, oh, say, say less England against Italy. Oh, I got to watch that. Cause I know both of them have really intense fan bases and they take soccer very seriously so you know congratulations to all those teams it's it's really nerve-wracking to play in you know the euro cup and you know so shout out to them um and congratulations to italy i feel like italy would have not been able to handle the loss though so even though england is is suffering with the loss as well i feel like um yeah i feel like england can handle the loss better than italians could because I think I think if Italians lost, I think they might have just lost their damn minds. You know? <laughs> like, um, so, but anyways, so all those competitors, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to um, Zelia Avant Garde. Shout out to Italy and Conor McGregor's bones. Shout out to them and um, Dustin Poirier for for winning. And don't let don't let listen Dustin. Don't let anyone tell you your win was illegitimate. Okay, like it's not your fault. It's not your fault. That people's bones like just crack like eggs, like Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) You know, like if he wants to troll, you'd be like, okay, whatever, Humpty Dumpty. Have a great fall. Yeah, yeah, all right. Have the King's Horses put you back together again. Whatever, relax, you know? I would. He couldn't talk to me. Um, Conor McGregor just needs to be quiet for now. But anyways, um, moving on. Okay, so Mariah Carey, she she wrote a memoir in September of 2020, and it's called The Meaning of Mariah Carey. So in her memoir, so her brother Morgan Carey is suing her um, because he's saying that, um, so it says Morgan Carey is seeking unspecified damages, says the book falsely suggests he was violent. As a result, he has suffered extreme mental anguish and serious damage to his reputation. Um, so he's suing her. Uh, the papers have been filed a month after Mariah's sister sued her for 1.25 million um, over the memoir. So Okay, so Mariah Carey's brother Morgan Carey and Mariah Carey's sister Allison Carey are suing her. So, um, in the book, she in the book Mariah Carey specified that the brother was abusive, and the and it says that the Allison Carey, um, she said that passages claiming that she gave volume to twelve year old Mariah, tried to pimp her out, and threw boiling tea on her were outrageous and meant to humiliate and embarrass her. Now. What I have to say about that, first of all, is very sad that, you know, you have siblings that are not um, supportive of you or, you know, that you can't, you know, it just, it's just sad basically is what I'm trying to say. It's sad that, you know, when you have siblings that are trying to extort money off, of, it's not, to me, it sounds like they're trying to extort money off of her. Um, it sounds to me that she has some healing to do as well. Like, I don't know if they're going to win unless they can prove that. Because, I mean, Mariah does have some, a lot of fans. She's a strong fan base. L- L- Lambs, I believe they're called the Lambs. Um, so, she, yeah, she has a strong fan base. So maybe maybe her siblings could be correct. Um, I do remember her also saying something that her mom um, told her that she wishes she could be half the singer as she was, because her mom was an opera singer. And she credits her mom for teaching her the value of being a singer and vocals and all this stuff, you know, like she, her, she got all of her, her talent and knowledge about music from her mom. But yeah, I, I feel, I feel like Mariah, like she's, she supported her siblings like financially very early on in her life. And now that she's, I feel like she stops she stopped giving them money and now this is their way of trying to get money off of her. You know, which is which is again sad. You know, it's sad when your 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 siblings are suing you, or you're suing your siblings, or you're writing stuff about them. And I mean, if this is her truth, I don't know how it's going to work out. But it, it it won't be defamation if it's true, right? Uh, defamation is just like rumors or lies about lying or slandering somebody's character. Um, I forgot. You know, I actually learned about libel and slander and all that when I studied journalism, but I don't remember that now. But I feel like legally. If they, they're going to have to prove that they've, you know, they've lost business or they've suffered mental health issues or whatever. And I think her sister, Allison, was on heroin and she has AIDS or HIV or one, one of those things. Like, And she was a prostitute. If you look up her sister, like, yeah, she was she was. Mm, yeah, that's why I'm like, you know, what? I don't trust her siblings. You know, I feel like that this is their way of trying to get money off of her. Because they feel entitled, they feel like she should. Because I remember her brother was in a new thing that she should be paying her sister's medical bills, and how can she be so cold hearted to not do it? And her sister's gonna die, and blah blah blah. I don't know, man. It's it's a lot, but I just I just wanted to bring this story up because I find that it's very sad to to have that kind of relationship with your, your, or lack thereof with your family. And to be honest some family is not nice and, and not for you and not rooting for you, you know, so you do have to cut ties with your family. And, and sometimes, you know, you have to talk about the abuse you suffered because it's healing. It does heal you. It does, it does help you if you suffer something, you know, and being the youngest sibling, I'm sure you've, you've gone through a lot of, of stuff with your siblings. Cause by default, your, your older sibling kind of bullies you sometimes, you know? Um, so What's a purpose? I hope Mariah gets the healing she needs. I hope all of them get the healing sh- they need because that's kind of sad. And they have the same parents. They have the same mom and dad. And I don't know. It's just it's just sad, you know. And I wouldn't expect that with Mariah. She seems so like lovable and like like she seems like family is a lot. But anyways, moving on. Uh, speaking of Mariah, Nick Cannon, um, her ex husband. He um, he suffers with lupus, and he is actually on his seventh child he's expecting a seventh child and um he has two kids with mariah they have twins together and so the other five i don't know i don't know who they're with i think he you know he's to me it's like he's having kids with multiple women and i was wondering like well what's going on so the reason why he his his explanation of why he's having kids all over the place is because of the he's suffering with lupus and his doctors told him that he could die at any minute So he's trying to just have as many kids as possible. I don't think that's a good idea, even though children are a blessing, but it's just kind of like, you know, um, how are you going to provide for these kids emotionally? Because I know he can provide financially, but emotionally, and if you're gonna die, you know, how are you gonna be there for them? They're gonna be traumatized. And, And also you're gonna leave all these women to take care of your kid and you're not even gonna be here. That's weird, but I don't know. I, I think it's a little selfish. Uh it's it's definitely selfish. Just because you could have kids doesn't mean you should. And and, and as many women as possible—that's a little, that's a little, little much. I don't know if he was joking when he said that, but it—that's. I mean, actions speak louder than words. He's on his seventh kid, nuts. You know, and I feel like after being with Mariah, he his popularity went up, and then. She kind of looked kind of weird, and in, in my eyes, like I feel like you went with Nick Cannon. Like you could have went with anybody in the world, and you went with Nick Cannon. Not, not to say he's horrible, but it would have been it wouldn't have been so bad if they were still together. But to know that you were with Nick Cannon, had a child with had two children with him, and then he went off to do all this, it just kind of brings you down a little bit. But n- you know what? Nothing can bring down Mariah. It's Mariah. She's the queen of Christmas. Also, her her siblings probably hate Christmas because you know she she dominates. She dominates from November to from, to February. <laughs> Probably they're playing all they want for Christmas is you right now. But anyways, I'll move on from that story. But yeah, when and there's there's regular guys out here that do that, that have kids all over the place. And I don't I don't get the logic. And I just wonder about the kids too, you know? Like how does the how do the kids feel knowing that their father's just out here having kids all over the place and not with their mother, you know? Like how how does that feel to know, you know What the hell? I, I don't know. Maybe some kids are okay with it. Maybe some kids might not like that you know so that's why I'm also like that's really selfish of you to just do that and not think about the repercussions of or the harmful effects it might have on your kids you know but anyways ruining I'll move on from that now okay okay so I have something very important to talk about something that has been on the internet on Instagram a lot now okay so you all know Wendy Williams. If you don't know Wendy Williams, she was a radio DJ for many years. She's very controversial. And now she has her own show. She's she's had her own show for about 10, 11 years now um, called The Wendy Williams Show, where she talks um, about people through hot topics and all that good stuff, right? So she did her show and she talked about this woman named Tabitha Brown. I don't know if you've heard of Tabitha Brown, but um I googled I didn't hear from her. I didn't hear about her, I mean. Um so I googled her because that's what I do. I google everything. And uh Tabitha Brown, so it says Tabitha Brown is an American actress and social media personality. She creates online video content incorporating veganism, humor, and motivational speaking. And it says Brown has over 4 million followers on TikTok, blah blah blah. Okay, great. So apparently Tabitha Brown, um, has, um, she made a post about, you know, her husband has, he took a job as a policeman to support the family, to to support her dreams and her dreams came true. And now she's in a position where she can retire, like, he can retire and he can live his dreams. So basically It's like she just shared a piece of her marriage there, saying in their journey and and all their dreams and all that, you know, like a positive thing, you know. So that that was nice, you know, to 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 show how it's come full circle, you know. Like the the husband supported her, and as a policeman and being a policeman is a very dangerous job, you know. So she was talking about, you know, like he can he can retire and he can focus on his dreams and you know do whatever he wants, you know. And I think that's beautiful. So Wendy Williams on her show. Um now if you don't if you're not familiar with her personally she had she was married to a man for 23 years and recently divorced because he had um cheated on Wendy and had a baby outside the marriage or, or and that wasn't the only time he apparently he cheated a lot. So okay so I'm going to play this clip of Wendy Williams giving her opinion about what Tabitha Brown had to say and and in it in the clip she also plays the clip of Tabitha Brown's post when she's describing what she's plans to do with her husband and and his dreams and all that. Okay. So it's a bit long, so um, I'm going to have to cut it off and fast forward. So just bear with me. Okay. All right. Here we go. Sorry. This is Wendy Williams speaking. Okay. So I'm playing the clip from Wendy Williams show. I don't know. Well, she's an influencer and she's saying that she's retiring
1: her husband. He's been a police officer for 15 years and He wants to live out his dreams. Take a look. I have said to him, babe, it's time, it's time, it's time for him to dream again. It's time for him to uh, think like a
0: child and think, ooh, when I grow up, what do I want to be? Okay, so that's Tabitha Brown. So, she, so Wendy Williams is just playing the clip from Tabitha Brown. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Okay, so. After she played the clip of Tabitha Brown, she started shaking her head. So let me play what she had to say after that. So listen to this. I was married to one of those. You know, I make the money and so on and so forth. Go live your dreams, buy a business, you know,
1: stay with me. But go, go, go. You see how that turned out. I predicted this marriage is going to be on real rocky ground. A-
0: yeah, so that was her opinion about Tabitha Brown. So now I'm going to play what. Tabitha Brown had to say, and the reason why Tabitha Brown had to say so important is because she gathered Wendy in a very tactful and very classy way, actually, and spiritual even. She's prayed for her. She prayed for her to find love. Now I'm going to play that. Okay. YouTube is annoying me right now. Okay. Hold on one second. Let me just fast forward. Okay. This woman must be
1: Wendy, the pain you must be in to feel this way. And I'm so sorry. But listen, let me tell
0: you this. Um, 23 years I've been with my husband. Yes. So she, she starts it off by saying, oh, Wendy, the pain you must be in to feel this way. And then, okay, so I'm going to try to fast forward to when she says, so she starts to talk about how they've been together for so long and they've, they've struggled together and together and they put God first in their life and all that, right? So let me go again. So hold on. Uh, broke.
1: But
0: they were I broke together. Died.
1: You may not know what that looks like in a genuine uh, place, right? Um, But this was an agreement that my husband and I had. And I told him 15 years ago, babe, in five years, I'll be able to take you out of there so that you can pursue one of your dreams that you love. Right now, I was his dog in the fight, okay? And he believed in me. And we did it together for the last 15 years. I did every year with him at LAPD and he did every year with me with rejection and no's in this entertainment industry, right? However, God has blessed me. He has allowed me to manifest. I've been praying on this for a very long time and it has now come to pass. That is the power of God. It's also the power of allowing God to be first in your marriage, okay? Um, And that is how it remains successful. We keep him first, he is first in our marriage, not money, not business, not success, but God, he's first, okay, Um, so this is my prayer for you, Uh, I pray that love finds you, true love, I pray it finds you and it holds you tight, I pray that someone will love you enough to see you, to see you when you are not well, to see you when you need
0: true support, to see you when you need compassion, to see you when you need kindness. I pray that somebody loves you enough to sacrifice their life for you. Oh, my God. OK, so I'm going to stop it there. She goes on and on and on. So I'm going to stop it there. But yeah, um, everybody is celebrating that because, again, she gathered Wendy. She gathered her in a way, and when I say gathered, this is what I mean when I say gathered, okay? So think about the word gather, okay? Like we just talked about the spelling bee girl. So think about gathering things, okay? The definition of gathering, to collect, to pull. So if something is out of, like, if something is getting out of hand and kind of, there's no gravity to it. Like if you're in space and everything's just, particles are just floating out there. You're collecting them and bringing them back to focus and bringing them, like collecting them and putting them together and bringing them back down to earth. So that's what she did to Wendy. She collected her and brought her back down to earth because she got a little out of hand there with talking about the woman's marriage and all that, you know? So she let her know, oh, no, 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 no. What happened in your marriage won't happen in mine because mine was different than yours, you know? And then she topped it off by praying for her and saying, oh, you know, you must be in pain to say that, you know? And But I pray that you don't have to be in pain. I pray that you find love that loves you and holds you tight. I want, can you pray that for me Tabitha? Because uh, I would like that kind of prayer, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know if Wendy had said anything back towards this. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would be quiet. I mean, Wendy says things all the times and people get angry and whatever, but this woman, like she had to school her and let her know, listen, the love that you had was was not real, you know the love that I have that's something else. So watch your mouth and shut up, you know, but she said it nicely in you know, in the name of Jesus, really nigga? <laughs> she, she' let her know about herself in the name of Jesus, you know, so anyways, that's how you gather somebody, honey. so I, I'm sure a lot of you out there have had to gather somebody. I know I have sometimes people talk about you, and being married is hard enough for you to be out here saying that their marriage is going to be on shaky ground. that's no girl, don't, don't say that. That's hard. You know, just cause yours didn't work. Doesn't mean that you can go out and talk about other people's marriages. You know, now I'm not married. I've never been married, but I have friends who are married and all that. And I know, man, like I know some, some, some things might get hard. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. So shout out to all the married people or, or even people who are in a relationship for a very long time. Shout out to you. Cause that's also hard and it's not easy. So for people to be, hating on you based off of what you allow them to see in your life that's messed up you know um and I don't know if Wendy meant any harm by it by some but sometimes you got to watch what you say it doesn't matter just because you have a platform like even me with this podcast I have to uh, like watch what I say as well um I, I mean you don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings but sometimes it will happen but you should be able to you know tactfully be apologetic you know um but anyways, I'm gonna leave it there. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope to see, I hope you come back and listen next week. I, I was gonna say I hope to see you. I do hope to see you actually. I hope I hope you I hope you all will be able to see me soon and um, when I go on to YouTube, which is I really hope that that will okay it's July I'm hoping to go on to YouTube by August okay I'm setting a goal and I'm sticking to it. It's July 12th right now by August 1st. YouTube. I'm putting the pressure on myself because I have to. So I'm going to get all that stuff in order so that I can keep growing this podcast and keep sharing. And I do thank you so much for tuning in every week. Please continue to do so. Please, please, please listen and um, follow me on Instagram and direct message me anytime, anytime. I don't bite. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful week. I'll see you next week.